0: You are now tuned into No Excuse Today podcast with your host, Javon Stewart, a podcast for individuals who are tired of making excuses and want to excel in disciplines such as leadership and personal development. To the No Excuse Today podcast. I'm your host, Javon Stewart, and I thank you for tuning in. You tuning in lets me know, and you know, that you are serious about personal development and your growth as a leader. And today I'd like to kick the podcast off with a quote. And this is a quote by Thomas Edison. And it reads, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So if you want to expose your weaknesses, then throw in the towel and give up. If you want to demonstrate that you are successful and that you do have a mindset um, to succeed, then you keep trying every time. You fail at something and it's it's not going to be guaranteed that we're going to win everything. I just want to let you know that there are times where you will fail. That's most of the times. But if you have the mindset of getting back in there, that no excuse today mindset, um, I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm going to get back in the race and keep going. That's what separates you uh, from the pack. So I'll always remember that. Um. So today's uh, podcast is sponsored by Make It Fun NYC. Make It Fun NYC is coaching for busy moms to increase confidence, plus quick, safe, and effective jump rope workouts. And let me tell you, I am a fan of Make It NYC. You can actually connect with Make It NY. Make It Fun. NYC on Instagram at Make It Fun NYC and she has so much, the owner uh, Bernadette, she has so much energy, so energetic, so infectious that it will make you want to go to her website and buy a jump rope and start jumping and I can only tell you that because I've definitely done that. You will see me actually on my Instagram, just a few recordings and I actually... Uh, will show it in my stories of me jumping rope. It is like the best thing ever. It's a quick, super duper quick, fun workout. Um, you can connect with her at com. I believe that's her, I, I believe that's her website. She has a, uh, she has a jump rope club. Like if you are serious about, you know, getting into some form of fitness. No excuse today. You might want to go ahead and connect with Make It Fun NYC and make sure you tell her no excuse today Send you on over there. So, today's podcast topic, we're talking about motivators and I want to go over uh the seven motivators. Um, where where does our motivation come from, and that's actually what I want to speak to you guys about. Um, if you do not know, I am a dis-certified coach, and uh, the No Excuse Today brand. I'm a personal development company that that specializes in consulting, advising, and merch um, with a focus on leadership and developing soft skills. And so, one of the tools that I use in my consulting and advising is the DISC assessment. Now, this is a personality assessment that tells you all about how you prefer to interact um, with other people. And so I flipping love this assessment. And so there's a part of the assessment, not the ones that I issue out, but um, there's a part of the really in-depth uh disc assessment that taps into one's motivators and if you are if you are interested in knowing your motivators you can dm me at javon.steward uh so I can connect you with some of the other certified coaches that I know who actually have this portion in their disc assessment um i like to share the wealth and uh and help other people as well in their businesses and so just make sure you connect with me if you if you after hearing the seven motivators today uh connect with me on instagram as i am always on instagram um in my dms and connecting with people that way okay so let's first of all, let's talk about what motivation uh is. Motivation comes from within, okay, and it starts as either an impulse or it's an idea to act, and it's a source it can be biological, it could be emotional, it could be intellectual, it could be social, inspirational, it can be so many different things so you can be conscious of feeling motivated by a goal or to fulfill a specific need. Or you can also be entirely unconscious of what drives you. And the motive is there in front of you, but you may not know its origin. So I really want you to pay attention um, going forward today. like What really drives you? Some people are self-motivated um, and then some people actually need a push. So I I am going to go over the seven, seven different motivators that could help you to kind of identify like what truly motivates you. And then I'll share, um, I'll, I'll share some insights on, um, my motivators and, uh, my daughter's motivators. So, and my daughter is 11 years old. Okay. So there are seven motivators. I want you to write this down. If you have a pen and pad, it's aesthetic, it's economic, it's individualistic, political, altruistic, regulatory, and theoretical. So I'm going to go through each one and what that means, okay? Aesthetic means that you have a drive for form, harmony, beauty, balance, okay? That's aesthetic. Economic is the drive for money, practical results, return. A return on your investment. The individualistic has a drive for being independent and being unique. The political has the drive for being in control, uh, being of in power and influencing. Altruistic has a drive for altruism, service, and helping others. Regulatory is the drive for structure, order, and routine, and theoretical is the drive for knowledge and understanding. And when you are aware of these seven motivators by giving them names, aesthetic, economic, individualistic, political, altruistic, regulatory, and theoretical, when you're able to identify them by name, it can kind of help you to really hone in on, okay, I'm driven by this. And once you are aware of that, you can make others aware of what moves you and what does not move you. So I'll give you an example for mine. So with my uh, motivators, my two top two motivators would be individualistic, and political and my lowest motivator is economic so i'll i'll explain to you what that means so if you follow me on social media again at Javon j-a-v-o-n-n-e dot s-t-e-w-a-r-d if you follow me on instagram if you follow me on facebook you'll notice that i am a very very creative person okay uh, but here's the thing. I didn't just become creative overnight. I was born with this creative, you know, this creative flow. And I've always been into being an individual. Um, as you heard me say earlier, individualistic is all about independence and uniqueness. And so I have always been this creative um, unique kind of person, like I didn't really like to do, and I still don't like to do things that other people do. And if they are doing it, I'll figure out a way to put my own creative spin on it, my own little creative, you know, oomph to it, oomph to it. And uh, get this, I'm a very independent woman, very independent. Um, I-N-D-E-B, that's me, that's... That, that is me I'm super duper independent, and as I reflect back over my life, I've always where did that life? y'all heard that um, as I reflect back over my life, I have always been like this independent thinker, independent mind, and so that is what really drives me so it if if I get an opportunity to uh, one be myself, um, this is how I will thrive. This is actually what moves and motivates me. So my individualistic my individualistic uh motivator is actually intrinsic. It it comes from within. Um which leads me into my second highest, which is political, which is the need for to be in control of power and of influence, and this is this actually literally drives me, so when I re- reflect back over my life i've always been or been called to some sort of leadership um position a place, no matter where I am in walk of life i've always been drawn to to leadership. Um like that that drives me. That's another intrinsic. Um and it does not leadership does not mean title cuz you could be a leader and you don't necessarily have to have the title of leadership. I actually don't even like titles to be honest with you. Um because my leadership lies within. It's more intrinsic. And so uh but like paint a picture uh for you. Um. this is a biblical example. Um, so just follow along here. So Moses, Moses was always going to, you know, he was destined to be a leader. So when he saw a slave being beat, you know, it's just something automatic on the inside of him that kind of like rose up um, to defend and take care of somebody who was being hurt. That is like, so if you feel like this I, I, what I call it is like this warrior spirit, this protector spirit on the inside of you. Um, that could be a sign that these are things that motivate you. Okay, that's just a that's just just a little uh snippet of maybe political could possibly be your driver. Um, my lowest one is economic now, and here's the thing: even though it's my lowest one, I also think that this is a very very important. Very important for people to know. And actually I had an aha moment when I found out like, ah, oh, this is why I've been going back and forth. So um, even though it's my lowest one, I also think is one of the most powerful ones, but it also lets me know as I'm building my businesses, what I actually need on my team. So it, it's good to know um, when you're connecting with other people, um, what their motivators are and so because i am a low economic meaning um i am not driven by money i'm not driven by incentives or anything like that um that doesn't move me at all so i could possibly be making you know tens of millions of dollars and that's not going to move me at all i i the my economic uh, score actually reflects that i have a sense of duty and a responsibility um not only to myself but to other people so um so if you are interested if you are interested in really really learning what your seven motivators are i want you to d m me i don't know when you're gonna hear this message, but if you are on instagram i want you to dm me uh at at javon dot j a v o n n e dot s t e W-A-R-D, so that I can connect you with some other coaches who actually have this part of the DISC assessment readily available for you. Um, Because I think it's very, very important that you identify what motivates you, again, so that you could so that you can communicate that to other people. Like once I found out that money does not motivate me, I, like I don't get moved by money or incentives or, you know, uh things like that. Uh, especially if you still work, uh if you if you work a nine to five or if you're working for a small business owner or if you are a small business owner, even if you are a mega, uh, a large macro business owner of a uh, CEO of a huge corporation, it's very important to know what moves and drives your people. So aesthetic, um, I'll give you an example of aesthetic. My daughter is actually high in aesthetics. So we, we're at home and she says to me, she's like, mom, no offense, but like, the The house is like dull. Like this is, you, you know, like she's like, you need to spruce it up. You need to put this there and this there. And I'm thinking like, uh, well I don't really care and she's like it's just I don't I don't I, I just like my environment to look much better than it is and I'm like that does not matter to me so for her she actually likes the beauty of things she likes the way things are placed and the way things smell and the way things create harmony and balance and so when she's looking at plain. You know, beige walls. You know, is really disturbing her, and so she is moved by um things that aesthetically please her, and so this is really important to know. So I said, okay, honey, when I start, you know, um going into investment properties, you could you could help out with decorating and stuff like that, and so so when I think of aesthetic, I think of people who are like um maybe like party planners you know event planners wedding planners people who like the way things look and just has has this eye I do not have an eye for anything decorating in that um so when i think of aesthetic i think of i think of interior designers i also think of people who are into fashion um people who are into fashion, who like the way things are put together, people who may be merchandisers. Um, I recently uh, had a client who was, he was very high in aesthetic. But well, When I found out what he did, ah, it made so much sense. He was actually, a, he's into lawn care, and he is very particular about the way that landscaping looks. And I thought that was very, very interesting um, that that was one of his key drivers. Um, he just loves the way, you know, the bushes are manicured and and it's like, he has the eye detail for that. And so there may be so many people out there. Actually, there are people out there who are, you know, motivated and moved by form, harmony, balance, and beauty. Okay. Um, then you have your, um, we, we kind of went over individualistic and political and altruistic. These are the givers. These are people who love to give and give and give and serve and pour and give and serve and pour over poor over poor. These, that, that's what motivates them, helping other people. And that's what drives them. And the giving is an actual gift. That's a spiritual gift. And and it comes from on high and not everybody has it, but if you desire it, all you have to do is ask and it, it shall be given to you. Um, and then you have regulatory. Again, these are people who are driven by structure, order, routine. Here we go, structure, order, routine. One more time now, structure, order, routine. They love, they are motivated when things are put into place. There's a routine, and you know, um, things are structured, there's policy and procedures. There are rules that are meant to be followed, these people are love, um, love all things regulatory. And then your theoretical, these are people who love knowledge, who lo- just motivated by learning and soaking up all that knowledge and soaking it up and soaking it up. And they are a wealth of, a wealth of what's on the inside of them is a wealth of knowledge. That's what I'm trying to say. So wealth of knowledge and, um, they just they just know a lot of things about a lot of things and these are again these are things that motivate them and so now that you've heard the seven i want you to identify hmm which one actually which what am i motivated by and i want you to be able to now going forward you have seven words aesthetic economic, individualistic, political, altruistic, regulatory, and theoretical. And so now when you are moved and motivated to do something, I want you to think about these words. And this could, this this will set you on the path to knowing, okay, what truly motivates you. And, and the, the reason why this is important for you to know is so that whatever job that you're going to take, Um, whatever company that you're going to start, the whatever whoever you're going to motivate, I mean not motivate, whoever you're going to marry, whoever you're going to date. These are things that got to be communicated to other people so then that they can speak your language, okay? So if you are leading teams, it's very important for you to know everybody is motivated by different things on a team. So you may be giving out monetary rewards, but somebody who is a low economic doesn't need a monetary reward they need more responsibility right um so these are things that you must know about your people to get the best out of them and the same the same for parenting right um when you want to know what motivates your child you you need to look deep within to see okay what gets them to move what gets them to you know, doing what it is that I've requested of them. And, uh, if you know what motivates somebody, you can, you can get, you could get, uh, pretty much anything done. So, um, recognizing your motivators makes it easier for you to accept, um, you know, the behaviors of other people. Okay. And, that's very important, okay? So because even erratic behavior makes sense when you think that a personality and activity are uh influenced by um different layers of experience. And so so um when you understand why people are motivated to do what they what they do, then you can understand their personality a little bit better. And that's going to be key and beneficial for everybody in the long haul. Okay. Well, that's all I got for you. Uh, you know, there is a transformational club called the No Excuse Day Club that I'd love for you to be a part of, and it's all about leadership development and soft skills training, and it is really about building up you as a person, building you up. So that you can go out and slay pretty much anything that you touch, but you're gonna need that. You're gonna need that base. You're gonna need that 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 grounding, and that's what I I'm I'm committed to doing is helping you to get to a place where you can transition from making an excuse to uh, beginning to execute in everything that you do. So no excuse a day is literally a creed. It's a mindset, and I want you to keep that in mind. You may have made an excuse yesterday. You're probably going to make one in the future, but while you're in the moment, it is no excuse today. I want you to remember this. Excuses are the tools of the weak and incompetent used to build monuments of nothingness, and those who excel in it seldom excel in anything else but excuses. Until we meet again, no excuse today.